0: Hello and welcome to Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and the music from solo artists to duos to songwriting band members and more established songwriters as well as up and coming ones. I'm your host, Gary Lee. My guest today are Sleepy Pearls uh, members, Violet Larson and Brendan Mitchie. Welcome. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great to have the both of you here. When did you form Sleepy Pearls? Uh, 2020
1: at the very beginning. So like two, almost three years ago. It was like right before the world went into lockdown.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And how do the the two of you know each other? Um, We met through playing music with just mutual friends. Um, I grew up in Claremont and I had some friends from high school just kind of dragged me out to jam with them one night or one morning and it was coincidentally at Violet's house and her and I, we just like clicked really well and like we listen to all the same music and um so and then when everything kind of shut down we stayed in touch and we're doing zoom calls and trying to write songs together um and then from there
0: that's just the rest is history so So it kind of developed during covid Yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah we would play in each other's like you know we weren't all congregating so but we felt we'd go and come over to each other's houses and play and write songs in each other's Bedrooms, basically, yeah. During COVID, well, yeah, when we, when you know, like you hung out with your own, like select few, your little
0: bubble there, friends, yeah, yeah. and so yeah. we,
2: we would, we just like agreed that that was an important thing, to, to, yeah. you know.
0: And who came up with the name Sleepy Pearls? You yeah. did. I and,
2: did. Yeah. And, and
0: Any significance to the name?
2: Um, no, I was actually just falling asleep <laughs> coincidentally one night and it was like god knocked me on the head and was like sleepy pearls <laughs> and and i was i don't know if you've ever like had this happen like when you're falling asleep and suddenly you get like a wave of ideas and you're like telling yourself oh just like i'm so comfortable just i'll just remember in the morning and then like you lose it in the morning but like i swear like god was like no get up now write it down and so like I got my notebook out and I wrote down like sleepy pearls and like the vibe and like what it was going to be and this was before I ever met Brendan oh really yeah and mm-hmm. um, yeah it was cool It was just kind of it was just an idea so it was I just
0: had, an idea wasn't as was wasn't falling necessarily asleep. the name yeah. of the uh, name of the group that you were
2: no no it was just an idea for the next project that
0: I was thinking of or working on
2: yeah yeah before it ever came to fruition per That's se. That's
0: great. So no no significance to it.
2: Yeah, well I like I like I like pearls. I <laughs> I don't know. It just and kind and of sleeping. like <laughs> it felt like it, when it came, it just felt f- kind of fun and yeah, it was just an idea.
0: Um, your website says that uh, Sleepy Pearls is a project inspired by a bygone era of coastal California doo-wop and western folk of the fifties and sixties. Who are some of the artists from those genres that inspired you? Oh, gosh. Lots, lots and lots. Yeah. Um,
1: Roy Orbison, Patsy Cline. Um, I mean, I love, like, Dion DiMucci from Dion and the Belmonts. Like, uh-huh. he like, was so yeah. formative in, like, the way I arrange and stuff. Um, and Yeah, I mean, and- my,
2: my father, uh, he, he raised me on, like, a lot of doo-wop. Um he play a lot of Roy Orbison, everly brothers um, uh, um the platters, yeah, I just have always really loved that that era and the sweetness and the romanticism that comes the sim the simplicity of the love songs that are just mm-hmm. simple but profound
0: hmm so music was played a lot in your home when yeah. you were growing up
2: yeah i um I come from well, I was born in Montana and i the my mom's side of the family they're like more western country musicians i i come my granddaddy was a master fiddler my uncles a fiddler my mom played the accordion mm. my grandma played the keys like one of my first earliest memories was my second birthday and i was surrounded by every, you know my uncle and my grandfather playing the fiddle and everyone kind of jamming and whatnot we moved away from montana but um we still played a lot of music in our in our house when we moved and, to California.
0: And Brendan, what about you? Yeah, um,
1: I, gosh, my parents. I I don't come from a family of musicians. Me and my brother picked up picked up guitar when I was in fifth grade. Um, I just remember going over to a friend's house and seeing him like learning and playing one. I was like, I, I want to do that too. And um, I also grew up in the Guitar Hero era, so that like introduced us to a lot of like rock and roll songs like motley Crue and guns and roses um and so that was kind of my start was just young and loving like green day and simple plan and blink 182 um and then yeah i just once i picked it up it just it felt right to me and i haven't put it down for like i don't know 16 ever or since? 17 <laughs> years yeah ever since um but going up i mean i think jack johnson was one of my dad's favorites like my dad surfs all the time, and we'd watch Jack Johnson's old surf movies, and um, his guitar playing like was a huge influence on me, especially just getting me to drop the pick and use my fingers a bit more. Um, and then from there, yeah, I've just gone down so many random little alleys
0: of of the music world, and yeah. Did either of you play in in bands prior to Sleepy Pearls? Yeah. I I didn't. I
1: I thought I would just. Be content alone in my room my whole life, not playing for anyone.
0: (laughs) So not even doing it publicly.
1: Yeah, no, I I never did. No, and then and then yeah, I'm like that story we were telling you before of how we met. Like I really like kind of reluctantly like went and jammed with my friends that night. I just had nothing going on, and and then yeah, I met her, and I was like, okay, I can I can I'm down to like write with her and see where it goes. Um, But you you've been in a few different.
2: I've been in a few different. I was in a project before um, we wrote songs about the water and it was more of like activism.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then my first, my first, and then before that I was in, my first band ever was like an all girls indie folk band. We had so much fun. We weren't that great, but like we, had <laughs> a lo- we had a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> um, you're playing a, 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 that's called an Omnicord, yeah. right? Yeah. Tell us what that is and for people like myself who don't know what an omnicord is
2: well it's i know it's like more of a modern version electronic version of what would be the auto harp um it's it's silly and quirky and has fun um it's like like i can make fairy sounds almost <laughs> with it. You, you have an option to add a beat to it but i like i like our beat machine a little bit more uh-huh. than the, the beat on here but um, I first played one of these when we were recording over at Big Fish. And Brennan and I haven't been able to, like, we were just stop talking about it. And we were, like, searching for an omnicord. And we have a really f- generous friend who heard that we were looking for an omnicord and swung by and dropped it off a couple months ago. And it's just so fun.
0: <laughs> Shout well, out, I, I thought Thanks, it, it, it looked like an auto harp. My brother mm. played one yeah. years ago. Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: You're going to play three of your original songs today. Yeah. What is the first one you're going to do? Uh, the first one's the
1: first single we put out. It's um, called If I Thought About It. We wrote it on a little road trip. Um, and, yeah, you can listen to, to it on Spotify and all the other streaming platforms now. And um, live right now. And, yeah, you know, yeah. right now. <laughs>
3: in mm-hmm.
0: Had any uh, vocal training, Violet?
2: I have. I have. I've had a bit. Yeah. Have you? Yeah.
0: Beautiful voice.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Um, and as far as guitar playing, I, I love your picking too. Oh, thank you. Um, are you self-taught? <laughs> um, I took lessons um, at a
1: Music Central with this guy named Aldo, and he was awesome. And that was between like through middle school, and then from there, uh, just self-taught.
0: Do you play any other, any other instruments?
1: Um, mostly just stringed instruments like bass and guitar. A little bit of piano. We have a few synths we mess with. Um, but I feel like every other instrument I play is like, oriented around guitar. Like, it's like I have to like translate it through this you know, to wrap my head around it. <laughs> so I'd say like
0: mainly guitar. And songwriting. When did, when did you start songwriting? Were you writing songs prior to meeting each other?
2: Yeah, yeah. Individually? Um, I started writing, I would say, when I was, like, 20, 21. I, um, went through a pretty, like, like, pretty just, like, you know, it was more of, like, a trial period of my life, a darker period. And, um, thank God I found songwriting, um, really helped me out. <laughs>
0: so it was kind of therapeutic for you? It,
2: definitely. Yeah, it became a really, like, healthy way of channeling my emotions and feelings instead of doing it in a destructive way per se (laughs) so um yeah thank god every day that i found songwriting
0: what about you brendan were you writing before you met yeah
1: um for sure i uh had like a little looper pedal and i'd just like come a lot of our first songs are kind of like just random loops or they'd start with that and then like she'd kind of sing over them and then i'd come up with layers and stuff but um I, yeah, I love just kind of like composing, especially like making like fingerstyle arrangements of like songs I love. I feel like so it's like not necessarily writing, but like making like guitar covers of songs. And um, but yeah, I've always just kind of noodled around with guitar.
0: Right. And then and then you started writing once you formed. Yeah. Sleepy Pearls. Then you started writing together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I would say Brendan's the first person I've ever just felt really comfortable with improvising on the spot i think it's so special to feel safe enough uh, it's songwriting has it's been a little bit more a little bit more personal where i like to write it by myself and bring it bring the ideas almost into like more of a creative space with someone else but uh brendan's like the first person i felt really really safe with um to just write on the spot
0: and and is it always a collaboration when you write your songs or do you write one song completely by yourself, Violet and how does it's it work? False.
1: It's yeah. False.
0: I think yeah, for sure both. We sometimes
1: we have like a more kind of developed idea that we'll bring to the other person. And then sometimes we're both just jamming in a room and it really comes from scratch. Yeah. But like we just value each other's feedback so much it's always like at the end comes out to like, you know.
0: Yeah. Being a, a team.
2: Like, Oh, that's so cool!
0: Yeah, <laughs> good yeah. job,
2: Brandon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's a team effort. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And and Violet, you doing lyrics and you doing uh, the melody or is well, she? Is that Bull, the way she plays Bulls. guitar too. Yeah. Um, so she. Well,
2: vice versa, and he writes he writes lyrics as well. So.
0: So you both yeah. share in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's not just one does this and one does the other. Yeah. It kind yeah. of started
2: out more of like I was doing lyrics and and then him doing guitar and we've just really like also uh, one of the coolest things is being each other's like best cheerleaders you know like oh you, like he encourages yeah. me to feel more confident picking up the guitar and playing the guitar and then he writes incredible lyrics mm-hmm. and, you know and so it's it's like oh yeah you should write this like let's do this so yeah I don't know it's cool to be stoked on each other's expressions and yeah. then come together and bring it, bring it together.
0: And it's really cool, I think, just hearing your story, you know, meeting each other at this one place, you know, at your house, I yeah. guess, Violet, and, and then how you, you clicked, you know, and, and the songwriting clicked, the musicianship, everything, it's kind of neat to hear yeah, that. Yeah,
2: it's special. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. for sure. Um, and you mentioned, Violet that you, your emotions come out in your, in your writing. So you're writing from experience.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Um I've I've been playing a lot of it as experiential, um where it's like I'm feeling I'm feeling something really strongly I need to channel and get it out. Um but also like I I love to pick up random stories that I hear like over here and I'll latch on to something and kind of explore writing something that is completely unrelated to my life. Mhm. Um, I think that's really fun as well. It's kind of all over the
0: place. What um, do you hope people take away from your songs? Mm. Um,
1: I mean, gosh, I think um, like so just like the music that influences us, and like those like simple love songs of the '50s and '60s, and like we you write all kinds of songs. We do, but um, just you know, to create something that people can like identify with and relate to, and make them feel understood. Then, of course, when it comes to like the music side of it, just something people can bob their heads to or
3: enjoy. drift off
1: to or you know kiss to you know just things that um you know soundtracks to people's lives that they enjoy having around them bring um, out the emotions in yeah people. totally hopefully enhance
2: yeah.
1: moments for people and just the world around us and
2: do what like some of our favorite artists have done for us for sure yeah provide a, provide a sense of relief in whatever way that comes
0: uh, you're listening to Music Makers, San Diego. I'm talking with Sleepy Pearls members Violet Larson and Brendan Mitchy. Uh, what is the next song you're going to play for us?
2: Next song is called San Francisco.
0: And is it about San Francisco? Yeah, <laughs> let
2: me tell you. <laughs> so we um, fall of uh, 2020. We were getting pretty tired of just being in our homes in San Diego, and we we wanted to. I won't take too long on the story, but we just really wanted— he had me reading uh, Jack Kerouac, Dharma Bums, and I don't know if any of you have read Kerouac, but he really romanticizes being on the road, manual labor, all of that such. And um, I was just—I got really excited about that, and we're like, let's go find like random jobs up north to go on a road trip. And so a couple days later, we ended up getting connected with— a friend who connected us with uh getting a job on a weed farm up north we decided to drive up 14 hours to get up there and we got there and it just it wasn't for us um it was i think we envisioned it being totally different the person who sold us the job was like i i heard that we were going to be on indigenous land with like a waterfall i thought Summer. I thought a hat, a summer dress, a basket. It wasn't that. <laughs> it was it, the reality versus the dream was totally opposite. Anyways, we. It was a funny. It was a funny trip. We ended up turning around, going back down to San Francisco to Brendan's brother's house, and we decided that's where we decided to like move forward with Sleepy Pearls because we ended up playing for a group of friends, playing for a group of people for the first time, and we had a really incredible experience and wrote. A couple songs up there, including if I thought about it. So, yeah, this song is—it's about wanting to, yeah, go back to San Francisco instead of where we were. <laughs> <before>. <laughs> yeah. Ready? Let's do it. Mm-hmm.
3: This place don't feel so good, and these tall trees don't let the sun shine. going home We touched the sky up in red way And drove all night to forest Me and be rolling down the highway. Listen to the band play. Oh my god, wait. Gonna drive all night to the Big Bay by the city and play it to see how. I- San Francisco I don't know you
0: your sound oh thank oh, you thank
2: you um,
0: what is it that each of you like most about songwriting oh um,
1: i mean i oh, that's a big question um, i mean it's always fun to express yourself we're both like outside of music very creative people and i think just like we find a lot of joy um and just like nurturing and therapy through Finding different ways to express what we're going through in life, and music is no different than that and when it comes to guitar, like just the theory puzzles and you know navigating just music and in that way is fun for me too, kind of almost like in an engineering kind of way. I can nerd out on you know arranging and and that's a fun part for me
2: yeah i I'd have to agree I also really just like I'm I just love that space in between thinking and like sleeping where you know you're in almost like a trance state and you're there's almost like just a divine a connection where it's like you're just allowing like the song to write itself Mm. um I think that I I love when when that happens and you don't really you're not in that space well sometimes you're you're problem solving in a way you know to find like yeah. oh what's what the, what is the next uh, verse want to say or or how should we go at that or you know there's like a rhyming thing as well and it's like a creative compilation but this uh, my favorite part is when it's just like oh yeah that's cool <laughs> like that didn't feel like it was it just came you know <laughs> like yeah. that part Feels so energizing and so freeing to be able to like have that um,
0: like flow state
2: experience. Yeah.
0: Do you have songs that you you start writing and and then put it on the back burner for oh, a while so and come many. back? Oh, so many, like
2: so many. Yeah. It makes me sad sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, a lot
0: of unfinished songs. What about songs? this song that we never yeah.
2: finish? You know, it's like a little baby that like <laughs> just give it a chance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you go back and, and you revisit yeah. and, and hopefully complete it at some yeah. point. Yeah, definitely. But you do have a lot of unfinished ones?
2: Yeah, so many.
0: We yeah, we love writing.
2: Yeah. That's my that's my favorite part, I yeah. would say.
0: Do you do you set a goal as to how many songs you want to write mm, no. per no. week, per day? Nothing no, like that? No. no.
2: I know Dolly Parton writes a song a day and <laughs> that's cool um i listened remember i like a i think a year or two ago i sent you like a youtube video on like how the beatles they wouldn't because they didn't have like voice memo back then so they would they'd start writing a song and finish it on the spot because they needed to like remember it mm. um i that would be cool to get there I, I i would love to be more like on top of like finishing all the songs i feel like there's just it, when we sit down to have a session sometimes there's like three songs like that come through, and it's like, oh, well, which one do we finish right yeah, now, yeah. Like, you know, but they're all, like, really fun, yeah.
0: So there's a lot of lot of songs for us to, to look forward to possibly hearing. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, what's the third song you're gonna play for us? Uh, forever. Yeah, this
2: song is called Forever, and we wrote it. It has this little right. omnicord thingy that I was talking about in the beginning. Okay. I actually wrote it the fall last fall. Last fall on a little synthy kind of keyboard and put it away for a little bit. Um, kind of forgot about it. And then when our friend so generously gave us a omnicord, I, it was like the first song that kind of came to mind and was like, oh, maybe we'll try it on something like this. And it feels more fun on this omnicord. It adds like a little you know, quirky and uh, element to it.
0: So this is one of those that was on the back burner.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Speaking of, there we go, <laughs> test it out. All right, this song is called Forever.
0: What does uh, the future hold for Sleepy Pearls?
1: Ooh, um, we have a lot of songs that we've recorded um, at Big Fish Studios that are just kind of going through the final steps of mixing and mastering. So definitely, hopefully, sharing more music very soon. Yeah. Um, and then just yeah, what else? Finally, yeah, we
2: have a we have a single coming out pretty soon, I would say within the next like month or so. Um, music video and uh, a couple more on the roster that are getting close to being finished. And we wanna, you know, the goal I would say, we've been talking about doing like a fun spring tour.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: so that would be a big goal for sure of ours and just playing more, playing in front of different crowds of people. Um, so yeah. We just want to play in front. We want to play in front of many different kinds of people as we can, and share our tunes.
0: And you have a website, and that's where people can find out yeah. about upcoming shows.
2: Mostly, yeah. our Insta- Instagram. Our Instagram, I would say, we update that one.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll get better about updating the website. Instagram, I'd say, we're most active on there.
2: Yeah. At Sleepy Pearls. Sleepy Pearls. Yeah. Sleepypearls.
0: All right, Violet and uh, Brendan of Sleepy Pearls. Pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you you so much for having us. Really enjoyed uh, your music, and I I hope to be able to catch a show of yours sometime soon. That would be awesome. Uh, Thank you. That does it for another episode of Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. From solo artists to duos to songwriting band members and more established songwriters as well as up-and-coming ones. Until next time, I'm Gary Lee a good one.